everyone and welcome to the Pixels and Ink podcast episode 341. I am your host Jordan Biori and joining me today is the wonderful effervescent Dana Eileen. Hey. I remembered yes, your last you name this time. You did. Technically it's my middle name but it's just what I use. Fun fact. Oh, okay, there you go. You know, that's uh we're 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 teaching as we learn here. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, the uh, the always excellent podcast regular, Chris DeHoog. Hello, good morning. How are you doing uh, this fine morning? You know, as well as we're all doing. It's just exceedingly tired. It's just it, just one foot in front of the other. That's all. Tired, teetering on the edge of life and death. Dana and I each have two kids, so we we just we, it, this is just this is just you're lucky we're is. here. Yeah, there's coffee in hand. Yeah. I mean, I got a I got an Animal Crossing island, so I I guess I, I pretty much know what you guys are. It's going a big through. it's a big responsibility. <laughs> what you need is a kid on your Animal Crossing island, and then you'll well, understand I mean, I just, what I, everything destroyed feels like. I got that, and then I just and I just got uh, Pioneers of Olive Town. So I got a lot of, I got a lot of balls in the air right now. You know what I mean? There's a lot of dependence in your life, is what you're saying. Ah, Jesus. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, we have the uh, the the elusive Alex, who is hey. joining us today. Hey. What the... What is that voice? <clears throat> Sorry, voice. my throat got... <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Alex. What? <laughs> yep. I'm here by Goofy and Donald. Hello, <laughs> so <laughs> oh my god how you doing today buddy you sound you sound to be in good spirits yeah, i'm good it's a thursday it's like able it's the weather is go outsideable which is lovely it's sunny um yeah honestly it's it's, it's a fantastic thursday so don't get oh it's such it's it's so it's such right? a it's such a like I, it's it's that time of year that i really hate because i was looking at the forecast and so it's like yeah like all week it's supposed to be like 10 13 11 then like like saturday it's just supposed to be like minus 10 so it's like oh thanks for that shoot a little message on saturday and see how i'm really feeling because when that happens i'm like <laughs> nope i'm i'm hibernating again goodbye i will never see any of you ever again <laughs> That's like I my got... dream weather uh, week where it's like, hey, it's like 30 degrees on Monday and I can like, yeah, well, let's go to the beach. Yeah, this is good fun. Or like, let's go outside. And then on like by Thursday, it's like minus 20. And I'm like, oh, let's go skating. This is wonderful. And then by Sunday, it's like 15 degrees. And it's like, oh, this is nice. This is fine. I'm tired I just, anyway. I really wanted... I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really wanted to clean my car this weekend. And now it's just like, it's going to be too cold to do it. And mm. I got all that winter buildup, you know. <laughs> all the winter grime that's fair in all the we ways have one of our cars parked like since last year so it's it's grown some things in the parking garage i'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> well with that uh let's uh let's jump into it um so the uh we got the first uh big news story that uh, actually happened kind of like immediately after we stopped recording last week was uh, the announcement that Troy Levitt is resigning from Avalanche Studios. Um, he says that the split was amicable, mm. but, uh, you know, he's got a shitty YouTube channel. <laughs> well, hopefully the rest of the world, but, I mean, he's got a platform on YouTube, so. 
Yeah, I mean, I suppose in a way it probably is a good break for him because he's like, I'm leaving the, the company now with in, in the spotlight and go check out my YouTube channel for more details. Yeah, now he can really yeah, exactly. like... <laughs> like, favorite, and subscribe. Okay. <laughs> he might as well put that in his resignation. Like, <laughs> he really, he did all this just to become a YouTube star. That was it. That was the whole point. <laughs> it's a long con. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. he, spent, he spent like four years at a studio, you know, making a game, putting in work, and then he's like, no, I just really want to get like a thousand subscribers yeah, on now YouTube. Now I'm going to blow stuff up and see, see if people will come see me. It's fine. I love I love how you went with a really like low modest number like a thousand like that if you have a thousand subscribers you're basically nobody on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> I you know I I follow a, a couple of YouTubers who are in the hundreds like Ninja Jordan and I think that their content. Yeah, is and I'm I'm like not even I'm not even in the same room as the radar that detects like who's on YouTube. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even on the same planet as that radar. Oh no. It's just a fact, man. It's just that's just how YouTube works. You don't you're not actually known on YouTube until you at have at least a hundred thousand subscribers. Then or you're like then you're video. like then you're on the bench. You're not even in the game yet. Oh snap. It's a, it's a it's a it's a tough gambit, man. That's why you have that's why you have a lot of people who just pay for bots. Mm. Why don't you so pay they, for bots? Because I'm not a hack. Mm. One dollar, Bob. Because and you know why? Because it's 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 kind of a stupid thing because it's like very transparent when people do that. Because I I know like YouTubers who you could like look at their subscriber numbers and they're up into like 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 tens of thousands. But then you look at their like the videos they put out like once in a while and they get like ten views. <laughs> so you can tell that like they're they're not getting like if they have this these supposed subscriber numbers like they're not reaching their supposed audience. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because we sometimes get like um, uh, influencer sort of requests for, for codes or whatever. And they're like, yeah, you know, I got like 100,000 views in this video. And we look at it and it's like they have like 30 videos and they're all about really, really different topics that don't actually have them in it. And it's like all the comments are the same. And it's like, oh, OK. Oh, oh. This seems fine. Seems <laughs> See what we can do. Sure. Here you go. Here's free shit. That's why we got to focus on, on organic growth. Well, buddy here, yes. Troy Levitt has uh, twenty nine point four thousand subscribers now, so I think he's ticked up a little bit. Oh, I would say good for him, but it's not. That's not. Good for him. Bad good for, for him. Else. Well, I mean, that's at least you can sort of weed it out. It's like twenty nine thousand people that you know are like just the worst. <laughs> well, um, good for him, I guess. Uh, what this means for Avalanche. Who knows? Uh, hopefully, yeah. This I mean, it's like a hard one. I think, to, yeah. Just in general, like as someone who, like, oh, like I read the Harry Potter books and it was cool. And then, oh, J.K. Rowling's a terrible person. And then, oh, the guy running this game is a terrible person. And it's like, it's I, I think I would have been excited about a game like this, like maybe like five years ago. But at this point, it's like, even though that he's gone, even all that, it's just like, it's just like grimy feeling for playing this game. And I know there's a lot of developers on this game who you know, probably have nothing, you know, who are, who are fantastic people. people. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's tough <laughs> to disconnect. Low. And like, when I look at it, I'm like, don't want to spend time playing this game. And like, I don't know, it's a lot of baggage with it. Mm -hmm. No, I, and uh, yeah, we kind of, we got into this last week with Reina too, where like, it's just like, you know, if you, if you, it really is that kind of thing where it's like, if you, even if you want to play it, like, because yeah, you like the books, there's just, there's no way to disconnect this like this series from all of the terrible garbage that surrounds it now 
and like anything, you know, anything that you do now, like supporting this game. I mean, I know it sucks to say it because like, like you said, like, yeah, you're right. Like there are like hardworking people who probably aren't garbage working on this and this is their livelihood, but you know, supporting it means that you support like the people who are garbage. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's, there's just really, there's no way to disconnect those two things. So yeah, all we can hope for is that those guys maybe go on to work on things that aren't terrible. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean it could be a very good game. It's just a lot of, a lot, a lot of asterisks when I look at it. It's like, uh, yeah. But you guys talked that to death last week, I'm sure. So, yeah, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> so, um, but uh, but but I mentioned it before, and uh, I kind of wanted to talk about it because we didn't really talk about it, and it seems like something we should have talked about uh, in relation to Warner Brothers. Um, they patented a gameplay concept successfully um for those who don't know with uh with um lord of the rings shadow of mordor there is that uh nemesis system that everyone thinks is so super great i was never super sold on it and apparently Warner Brothers was able to successfully patent that idea. So now nobody else in games, like in the games industry, can use that idea unless they want to get sued by Warner Brothers. Oh, good. Yeah, that's so that's healthy. That yeah, I mean that's a that's a that's a horrifying concept. I don't know why you guys aren't having any kind of reaction to this. I'm just thinking, is this like the new Unreal Engine type of thing? Like is this something they're going to like let other people use if they, you know? pay they pay yeah but okay like it's there's a big difference i think between someone who like creates a game engine and like lets people like build games out of it and someone who takes a concept from a video game and puts like you know a copyright on it like imagine if nintendo copyrighted like jumping in games (laughs) you know what i mean then everyone who wants to make a platform now has to pay nintendo for the privilege yeah, it's 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 interesting that that they were actually successful in doing it, and I think the Nemesis system is really cool. Or at least it was in the first game, and then I thought that the second game was kind of didn't really do much much else with it. So um, it's interesting to see what they do with it. But I think that if they just keep doing the same games that they've been doing with the Shadow Board, then it's not going to be like it's it's not all that exciting. But I'm sure that they had a reason for copywriting it or, or, or doing that. Um, well, you know, you know, what's kind of hilarious about that too, is like the, like, just, just the bald faced hypocrisy of it all, because shadow of Mordor is like just wholesale copied from Assassin's Creed. Like it's gameplay mechanics. All of his, most of his gameplay mechanics are Assassin's Creed. It's combat mechanics are Batman Arkham Asylum. And then it has, you know, the nemesis system, which I don't know. I think I always thought it was one of those things that was like good on paper. But then when you actually played it, it wasn't as like interesting as people made it out to be. Like maybe it's just maybe it was just my experience of running into the same orc who I decapitated like nine times. Like because when people sold it to me, it was like, oh, you know, you you kill a guy and then some guy takes his place or some guy like swears revenge on you and he comes after you. And I like 
I never really saw that. Like you see the stupid, like the, like, you know, the animation of the, of the orcs, like climbing the ladder. And it's like, Oh my God, this is really happening. But then you actually get into the game and yeah, it's like, you see the same orc whose head you literally separated from his body, like nine times it just keeps coming back. So and I, I was like this. Oh, sorry. Go, uh, go for it. I was, I was gonna say, I haven't played the shadow of mortar games. Cause they seem to go too far from the canon, And I'm a bit of a Tolkien nerd so i was like i'm not, I'm not gonna touch this no. my my understanding is that this is just basically a routine for determining like random enemy traits it, more or less yeah but but even then it's like it's not it's not really that deep or complex like so it sounds deeper than it actually is <laughs> and the thing that's the thing that's really was i thought was really stupid too like this is what i don't I, I don't know why everyone likes shadow of more or shadow of mordor that much because like i always thought they were really stupid games um like, it doesn't make sense to me. This is one of those things where, like, um, w- like based on like what the orcs are supposed to be, in like in the books, like the fact that they have like a hierarchy of like of like job progression, because it's one of the things you hear when you like play the game, where all these guys are like constantly talking about like climbing the 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 corporate ladder. To move from like you know all this guy who just like I don't know who just like patrols the guard to being like a commander. It's just like why do these orcs understand these like complex social economic like constructs? Well, they also understand menus in, in the movies. I was just about to say that. <laughs> they know I was just about to say that. <laughs> you know, they they, they know like, more than we give them credit for. I think. I they're mean, born think... from like the mud and then yeah. like... but, but but they're like born from the mud and then there's a clear hierarchy like of like oh that guy is more stronger than me and everything so the, like the... I, I think it's pretty simple that they'd be like i want to move up i want to be stronger I'll, saruman I'll... taught them about fine dining <laughs> <laughs> this is how you order Everyone from a menu learn table manners i don't understand yeah. what yeah. the it's question so, is so stupid <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know. I just, this I, seems like a very EA thing to do, I guess. Yeah, I well, it's, uh, it's not, uh, it was not EA. It was uh, it was Warner Brothers. Oh, it was a Warner Brothers. Yeah, I mean, it is an EA thing to do. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely wrong. taking pages from their notebook on that one. You know, but uh, yeah, no, I just uh, this is really really effed up. I, I I worry to see how this opens the door to people, you know, creating gameplay ideas and then patenting to them, patenting them, so nobody else gets to use them. Just wait till Nintendo uh, patents that triple jump mechanic. Oh my god, can you imagine? J- jumping's too far, but the triple jump, no, that's something. I mean, Nintendo, Nintendo's Nintendo's complicated in a whole other way, like the way that they're constantly, you know, shutting down fan games and whatnot. But I always make the argument that, you know what? If you have enough creativity to make a fan game, if you're going to build your own version of Metroid, take it one step further and just make your own game. Yeah, just reskin it, yeah. You know, yeah, you don't have to call it Metroid and get sued. You could just call it like, you know, Space Person. The Adventures I, I of Space, Space Girl. I'll, I'll buy it. That would immediately yeah, be my favorite. Ten game. copies. Great title, yeah. Look how lazy the they were. I need this. Of Space Girl. They speak to my people. Oh. <laughs> or just uh, pull what uh, what Sega did with uh, with Sonic Mania and get uh, the guy who guy who makes the games to work for you and make games the way people want them to be made yeah but that you know but what what's what's sega got going on really they need all they need as much f- fan goodwill as they can possibly Pro get Evolution soccer 2021 
Okay, they're not sitting on top of the money mountain like Nintendo is, where they can just be like, no, you don't get to use our things. I was literally going through game requests last night, looking at them and seeing that they were made by Sega. I'm like, oh, they still do stuff? So, like, that's how clueless I am. That's where we're at. <laughs> yeah, they make a Sonic every now and again. <laughs> I thought I heard uh, talk that they have another Sonic game in the works. There's always I mean, a probably. Sonic game. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. Safe. Yeah, it's consistent. No, they're actually we just making to... generic hedgehog instead. Well, I mean, someone can make generic hedgehog. <laughs> they, they they already made generic hedgehog. You know, the one where you could make your own hedgehog that was generic. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're gonna. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna Sonic make... Forces. Runs the marsupial. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. Yeah, Sonic... <laughs> yeah, it's like you you play your own like OC character. Amazing. Yeah. You team up against Sonic to fight against the good, the, the no good nicks, as they say. Sonic, they're not the no. The, oh my god. They're the bad <laughs> nicks. Doctor no good nick. They're the bad nicks. Doctor yeah. Kintober. He made them. No, I was them. talking to Doctor Robotnik. I don't even. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know about Doctor Kintober? No. Sounds like a month. Oh my ago. god. Oh my god, Alex. On this episode of Sega <laughs> with Jordan. So um, this is this is it's it's actually it's one of the um. It's one of the terrible like backstories that they made for the comics where Robotnik was actually his real name is Dr. Kintober, which mm. is just Robotnik spelled backwards. Nice. <laughs> and he was actually a good guy and he met Sonic and Sonic was like a regular like brown hedgehog and he was like trying to like like basically like make the world a better place. And he, like, helped Sonic, like, kind of, like, did, like, experiments with him where, like, he helped him, like, achieve this, like, hyperspeed. And he's the reason that he turned, like, blue. And, like, Sonic had, like, regular, like, hedgehog quills. It was, like, because he went, like, so super fast that, like, all of his quills, like, merged together into that, like, homunculus quill that he has that, like, has his, like, iconic design. Hmm. And then something happened. Experiment went wrong. Uh, Kintober goes berserk. Changes his name to Robotnik and starts uh, causing all kinds of chaos. Isn't that just a Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Yeah, more or less. Hmm. Except Sonic was already like the way he was. I, like, <clears> and I, he wasn't, he I wasn't an alien. I as a kid, but some things just don't need origin stories. No, and that was the weird thing because like the, the like the original origin story from like for Sonic was like already good enough. Like his uncle Chuck and everything, Robotnik just being a bad guy, or just he <laughs> runs fast. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, good, good old, uh, good old Sonic. Anyway, let's. Uh, we found a new topic. S- speaking Sonic. of uh, speak, <laughs> speaking of uh, anthropomorphic animal characters, we have uh, this fun, fun little story that I know Dana is super excited to talk about. Oh, I'm so mad for so many reasons that you wouldn't expect. So, uh, as we all know, um they desexualized Lola Bunny in the new Space Jam movie, and we are all just furious about it. Yes. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. Hear the fear. <laughs> <laughs> don't you get don't you understand how mad I am? Can't you hear it in my voice? All the rage. It's probable. So much rage. The cartoon bunny isn't sexy anymore. <laughs> I'm triggered. I'm outraged. <laughs> I need a sexy bunny. I've got a. I'm currently penning my 20 page essay to write to friggin' Warner Brothers Somehow about Easter why this is unacceptable. Now, it's always them. It's always Warner Brothers now. <laughs> yeah, they're just the bane of everyone's I'm existence. Warner Brothers pissing everybody off. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, am I? Am I? Am I right here? That's. 
Looney Tunes is Warner Brothers, right? Oh, yeah, it is, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For half a second, I don't know why, like, I was like, I was just, for some reason, I was thinking about the Animaniacs, and I was like, wait, they don't show up in no, Animaniacs, actually, so no, what's going on? Looney Tunes is Sega, that's that's what they do now. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right, that's right, and Mickey Mouse is Nintendo. There you go. <sighs> Sometimes I wonder. That's why Sora's gonna be in Smash Bros, everyone knows Oh, that. God. One thing at a time. <laughs> <laughs> One horrible idea. all be mad at the same time, guys. Slow down. <laughs> One Yeah, week. no uh <laughs> obviously obviously i'm being facetious so the real story is um that uh, there was actually a, a scene that featured uh pepe Le Pew, and he was supposed to go into a bar like um like casablanca style and uh who was the who was the actress that he was uh, playing alongside i don't know how to Remember? say it properly it's like greco santo or something like that uh she's from jane the virgin uh is she is she the one who plays jane is she the main girl no that's no she's not that's uh um what's her name she's also in uh in big mouth so far we're giving a lot which of is, information which is Good. a real you're, which is you're a, thinking of gina rodriguez but that's it gina rodriguez so, that's who i was thinking of um not her someone else yeah, so so they, you know, he like he goes up to her, he starts like, you know, like kissing her arm and like hitting on her and stuff like that. And apparently she just like just like clonks him over the head and like kicks his ass away. And uh and then I think was it LeBron comes in and is just like, you know, Pepe, you can't like be grabbing people without their consent. Life um, lessons with LeBron. This is such a yeah. weird scene. I don't know. It's like <laughs> it feels like one of those like old like seventies like PSAs that it was like don't do drugs. And it's like an NBA player, and he's like, don't do drugs, kids. LeBron like, yeah, James. We're not gonna do drugs now. Just... <laughs> like, here's the thing with that. So like, I was going through uh, Twitter and whatnot about it, and yeah, like most people are like, yeah, Pe- I get it. Pepe being qu- canceled. Okay, he's he is the. If anybody's going to be canceled, it should probably be him. But I guess there was a spokesperson for the actress, and she's upset that it got removed because she wanted to be able to like, you know, have that moment and stand up against like sexual harassment and teach people that it's not okay. But then there was um, oh, what's his name, a, a writer for uh, the New York Times, who was like, "No, this is just teaching boys that they can do this." And it was just a whole battle on Twitter. Everybody saying like, yes, get rid of him. He's awful. Yes, her her beating him up shows that it's wrong. And it was just a big like mess of people kind of agreeing, but still fighting. It was chaos. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, you know, Pamela Pugh really is that like character who's, you know, fairly behind the times yeah. in terms of uh in terms of like representation um so it it kind of seems to me like you probably could have just had a movie without him and it would have been fine i mean i don't think he's been in a lot of looney tunes stuff for a while like well he was in the last space jam so this well, yeah but that space was like jam 20 years too, ago so people are expecting the same cast right but like, yeah, but again, lo- like, you know, going back to the whole Lola Bunny thing, like Lola Bunny's character has like evolved so much mm-hmm. since that movie, right? Like there was the whole thing I've been seeing, I, you know, I saw a lot of people talking about, um, and it's like, I, there were people talking about it before this movie uh, came out about like how Lola became such a good character in that, um, like, was it like the, the Looney Tunes animated show that Looney was sort of show. like, yeah, that was like kind of like a weird like sitcom thing. And I think she was voiced by Kristen Wiig in that one. <laughs> 
And she was just like a psychopath in that <laughs> show. Like, but she is so funny. Like, it's ridiculous. Like how good of a character they made her in that show. There you um, go. Is that one really good scene where she's driving and she calls bugs? And she's like, oh my God, you'll never believe this. There's a guy on the street and he looks exactly like you. I'm going to hit him with my car. And it's like literally just, she just drives into bugs for no reason. <laughs> like... I mean, I have like, days like that. I get it. <laughs> I get it. It's, it's like she's so funny. So that's what I mean. Like, like the actual like, like I guess like I guess you know making her more in line with the like cartoon where she actually like had more of a character and a personality like mm-hmm. is just a better decision than you know making her like the hot version of Bugs. Hey, Bugs is pretty but, hot. Like, Settle down. Don't limit. Me. Well, yeah, I'm not, I, I, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't going that far. But I mean, like, you know. A lot of those characters, like, I don't think, I don't think, like, even, like, Speedy Gonzalez has been in the show for a while, like... Yeah, um, like, I guess, um, Elmer Fudd and Yosemite, ah, you don't know how to say his name. The other one Yosemite that has Sam. a gun. Thank you, I can never, ever say that. Uh, they don't have guns anymore. Yeah, no, they got rid of their guns. Yeah. That's the whole... So, I mean, like, that's where they started. I feel like maybe this would have been a good place to start, but at least they're there. At least we're getting there. But there hasn't, at least not that I found, been any information on why it was actually cancelled. Like, like they, we don't know why. Like, they never made a, hey, yeah, we're not going to put this in because just they changed yeah. directors, and the director was like, nah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but just reading that scene, like, this is just a terrible scene. Like, it's, it's throw out the subject matter, like, whatever, but like, it's just handled so clumsily and like a then LeBron James is like consent cartoon skunk and it's like what what that's what, probably what a weird, the line too. what a weird interaction <laughs> it is and yeah. like yes the message is good but it's like but they did it in the laziest way possible they're like yeah this will do yeah look at us doing it's our a, part it's, it's, it's not and duct tape it on yeah yeah it's not just lazy too yeah like it really just like hammers you over the head to the point where it almost comes off as like insincere yeah it's just like we gotta have our, oh, yeah, our woke joke in here. Yeah, we I'm all I'm all for character. that, but and let's like, like let's face it, like the people who need to hear that would not be swayed by that scene if it was included. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, because yeah, yeah. Being a Space Jam Two changed my life. Yeah, <laughs> oh, in the error of my ways. Yeah, now I get it. That's why it's wrong. It took <laughs> Pepe Le Pew to teach me this. I mean, LeBron I, says I once worked no, with the... guys. <laughs> LeBron says no. Uh, I yeah. once worked with a guy who was basically a dirty old man version of Pebble Pew, and yeah, he would not have gotten that scene. Again, I, I work yeah. in a bar, so yeah, no, they don't get it. <laughs> they don't <Yeah>. get it. <laughs> LeBron yep. says no, don't do it. Girl says no, probably fine. <laughs> well, yeah. In the you know, Pepe's lo- the victim in this one, right? He gets he gets hit over the head, which is not okay. Don't yeah. hit people. Abuse is wrong, guys. guys. Men get abused yeah, too. Oh, I'm sorry. Too fast. Too far. Oh well, no, yeah, and, and, and guaranteed, like the, the the violence would just take away from it, probably too. You know, knowing how Looney Tunes does violence, it's probably been like, oh ha ha, the guy got fu- the yeah. guy got hit. <laughs> the goose. For some reason, she has a frying pan behind the bar, and like. <laughs> my 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 big question is: I want to know whether or not uh, whether or not Bill Murray, or um, what's his name Newman, are coming back to this one. Oh my god! Oh, what is his name? That's what I love. I would love. Yeah, that's his name. 
I'm also kind of curious, like why they even said this in, like publicly. Like this is just a big publicity stunt. It seems like yeah, ex- exactly. You're right. This this thing. This is such a thing that could just like if it had a, if no one know knew it existed, and it wasn't even in the movie. Like it wouldn't have affected anybody. That's what I mean, I don't know where it came from. It wasn't like like there's no like well, you know, the studio didn't announce. We've decided that Peppy Le Pew is bad. It just all of a sudden they were like, hey, there was the scene, and now it's gone. And we're like, who said that? Where did it come from? I don't, yeah, and it, it it definitely doesn't help that it. F- kind of followed in the wake of the whole dr seuss thing where everybody decided to be like mad about that because you know everyone had to cry a foul of censorship when it was like nobody censored anything like it was a proactive decision by the people responsible for the property like it wasn't can't actually if you if you go on twitter like i just did like a idiot apparently apparently justin trudeau is to blame for all this oh god uh because i saw for some reason, I saw Trudeau worst PM was trending, and I was like, "What is this about?" And then I see like, I mean, there's a whole whack of just nonsense, but some some idiot like posted some political cartoon about the the Seuss books, and it was just like, "Oh, Justin Trudeau, the champion of wokeness," and I was like, "Oh my god, he had nothing to fucking do with this." I don't think he's even commented on it. <laughs> uh, no, why would you? It it, it was it like nobody's no discussion. Yeah, nobody asked for it. <laughs> That's why it's there. That's but hey, now works. we're all talking about Space Jam, which is premiering yeah. in July. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm still, I still can't believe it's happening. I don't know. Did we need Space Jam two? In all honesty, did we need um, Space Jam one? <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Yes, we did. Oh, <laughs> yes. Sorry, my bad. Th- that was that movie is like unpopular. That's what I mean. <laughs> and Michael Jordan was at like the height of his popularity. Yeah, there, there, there's no was, way it lives up to the to the nostalgia. There's no way. No, not really. But I mean, it's it's fine. It's 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 peak '90s. Yeah, like I I was trying to explain the Looney Tunes to my daughter recently because like the, there was a Happy Meal toy or something that had like a Looney Tunes thing, and like, who's this character? Oh, he's well, I mean, he tries to kill the rabbit, I guess. It's, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of murder. Yeah, but that okay, but that like okay, just just circling back to it for half a second. This is why it was like, like I I like I acknowledge that like taking away uh Elmer Fudd's gun is like sort of a net positive, but at the same time, it's like the whole shtick was that he's a hunter and Bugs is a rabbit. Like the two things kind of work in tandem. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, it's like Tom and Jerry. Thing, but. I mean, do we really want people killing our child or attempting to kill our childhood cartoons? Like, what was wrong with that? Well, that was his whole thing. He was trying to hunt the rabbit, like, and he was constantly outsmarted by him at every turn. Like, that was like, you know, it's it's like it's like would you would you take would you take Tom's teeth away because he's gonna eat the mouse? Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. He's probably old now. He might have lost them. That's true. Like, (laughs) no, did you see that new movie he's in? No, (laughs) with with some. You know, you did that new Tom and Jerry movie where they they're basically doing the same thing. It was like all all like all the like Tom and Jerry characters were in like like actual like cartoon animation, but they were just in. It was like it was kind of like it was almost like um uh like Who Framed Roger Rabbit because they were like all like cartoons, but then they were like interacting in the real world alongside like real people. Apparently, it's bad for a lot of other reasons. Yeah, <laughs> we have some feelings. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, like they're they're just not really relevant anymore. Rather, like the, like the Looney Tunes, like I, like I was trying to like my daughter never heard of them, and then like Disney's kind of taken over the whole area of kid programming. Like I don't know, they're just really they're a real uh, anachronism at this point, really. 
Um, yeah, I want to I want to be believe they're one of those things that'll always be relevant, like in the same way that like Mickey Mouse is always going to probably be relevant. Well, they brought um, back um, Animaniacs recently. My nephew is five, and he's in love with it. Which is weird because from what I'm aware of, they made it very more for like adults. Like a lot of the humor is very like topical and or well, it was for the like 2000, like what was it? Like 18. 16 when it was written. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, no one That's... said we were good parents. We let our kids watch adult cartoons apparently well there's there's an argument to be made for that i mean Uh i used to watch the simpsons when i was a kid and i didn't get like anything that was going on i was like haha funny cartoon people like that's even like go back and watch any disney movie you ever watch they even the new ones they put in jokes for adults that the kids don't notice and i go back and watch it like oh that's what that means huh it's true it's true (laughs) Well, anyway, who cares? Stupid Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> we don't like skunks anyway. Um, yeah. Um, moving on. <laughs> so we also had uh, some uh, some stupid news that you know is just ugh. Um, so apparently, uh, uh, FIFA twenty one um, was was quote unquote rocked by a scandal where. Uh, an EA employee was basically selling like thousands or not thousands. He sold them four thousands of mm-hmm. uh, he, the, the, the FIFA ultimate team cards. Apparently as he was, he was like, g- like getting his hands on like the really rare cards and selling them for like actual money, which I mean, smells a little bit like insider trading. Yeah. Um, And I mean, you know, what can you say when you when you build uh when you build an entire sports game around gambling and loot boxes or you know or sorry surprise mechanics um <laughs> this is exactly the kind of uh shit that happens right people start taking advantage people start gaming the system and it's even worse when it's your own employees who are doing yeah. it i mean like if ea wasn't bad enough yeah that's the tricky part cuz i mean you can look at a lot of games um world of warcraft you can go you know to to scammers and go buy gold for in-game and do like under the table trades and whatnot but usually that's not like the blizzard employees selling you the gold (laughs) at least that's just terrible people not terrible employees you know (laughs) but the difference but the difference is there is that that's like that's like a cottage industry like it's not like that's not that's not an economy that's baked into the game right like that's the whole thing about the the fifa like ultimate team thing is that like you need these like player cards to make good teams and you can only get them from like the card packs you know or the loot boxes so like you know people who are like like getting them and trading them and like you know they're they're taking advantage of an already busted system like if you if you know if you have a really good wow account and you sell it for like you know a thousand dollars then you know you just you're just a jerk who put a lot of time into world of warcraft who sold it to some other jerk oh yeah but there's like whole sites that you can go and just buy items in game which i won't say i've done um (laughs) but like when you go back to the game after forever it's it's rough to get back into it. You go and just buy a bunch of gold from somebody and I can go buy all the gear that I need to be the level that I am now. It's, it's a good Yeah, thing. yeah, but like I said, that's not like that's 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 something that that comes from like people doing it. That's not that's not inherent in the game. Mm. You know what I mean? 
and, and 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 like that's like that's people who like you know and again like you can you can get everything moderately fairly in world of warcraft i know there's a whole thing about like you know drop rates and stuff like that yeah. but like you know you if you put enough time and effort into it like you can get it mm-hmm. so it's not like not only is it a thing of random chance like that the whole system is based on like complete like random you know mm-hmm. uh chance and 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 not only that but like that the the way that you get those things are like actual like you know paid for with real money yeah like then you have other people like who are like, i don't know uh, i don't know to what degree that this uh this employee like was like i don't know like like exploiting the code yeah, uh, yeah that's a big element yeah like or like well you know i guess like yeah like what like inside he, or insight he had onto this but like because it doesn't really it doesn't really say too much into this like in the story like how exactly this guy was like mm-hmm. um like how he how this this employee like got the the the, the cards mm-hmm. um but uh we need more information but that's yeah that's just um we need to know exactly how to judge this person i mean Tell me. we can we can judge it so far as we can judge the entire like ea fifa series that has sort of become less soccer game and more you know shitty microtransaction economy i mean that's kind of true for all sports games that are most sports games at this point isn't it and all ea games. uh or, or, or at least yeah the for EA the most part we'll, we'll, let's be more specific yeah because yeah. ea doesn't do nhl right they do they do? Oh, they do? Yeah. Do they just own all the sports? Yeah, they do. Yeah, EA Sports. Except for yeah, the they show? Do. do they have the show? Uh, No, yeah, the I'm show is the not EA. Yeah, because MLB is like a totally like different like like organization, I think. And um, PlayStation, well, that's, that's a PlayStation exclusive anyways. Yeah. Really yeah. Not. So, um... But does did, does NHL? See, I haven't played a sports game in forever. Does NHL have the same like card pack like yeah, ultimate yeah, team yeah. thing? Uh, oh, yeah, okay, the way it go. works, it's like it's not the only way to get card packs. Is in like the only way to get players in card packs. But there's like a market in the game where you use your in-game coins that you get from playing the game, or you can buy them too. Um, so you can like it's it's basically like an auction house where like oh like you packed a really good card and you can sell it on the auction house and you can use the proceeds from that card to buy another card you want kind of thing. So it's that. It's like a whole economy in the in the games, which is neat on paper, but yeah, it seems like it's 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 stuff. really addicting. Like I, I remember, like I don't know, maybe like five yeah, years gee, ago. There's the point, Alex. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had it on like uh, I had it on, like on an iPad. I was playing like, the FIFA game, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll spend twenty bucks on this to like buy packs and stuff, and uh, put too many hours into an iPad game that wasn't very good, but it was you know the. It was addicting because you don't know what players you're getting, and the players weren't even that different because it wasn't a great game uh, on the iPad. But it was like, oh, cool. And today we learned that Alex has a gambling problem. I do. That's why I'm on this. <laughs> that's why I'm on this podcast like, once every five weeks. It's just, part of my just one part more. of his therapy. Yeah. I mean, how, how many people on this podcast haven't had a temporary problem with a mobile game at some point, mm-hmm. or some kind of transaction? I do that with uh, Fortnite Save the World. I'm like, just like. Me. one more llama it's fine you're looking at the one guy who who never bought into those shitty economies 
never once spent a dime on a mobile game or a, in- i've spent money on on free games that i felt deserved it like um i spent the full price on mario run um maybe we I, feel these games deserve it jordan <laughs> i spent i spent five dollars on pocket camp when it first came out because it felt like a whole game and then over time they made me really de- regret that decision um <laughs> Because they just turned it into an absolutely garbage, grindy, bullcrap fest. Um, didn't spend any money on Mario Kart, despite how much it tried to make me want to spend money on it. Um, I actually, I actually cheated it because uh, the only character that I wanted was Rosalina, um, and there was like a one, there was like one like month event that was going on where like Rosalina was like in the in the the like rewards package where like if you rank up and you have like the gold you know paid monthly subscription thing you can like get her um so i so i subscribed for the the gold membership and you get like you it's like you get it for like uh i think it's like a week or two for free and then you have to like pay for it afterwards so i just played the shit out of it for like two weeks and was able to get her um and then i just canceled the subscription so i spent no money on it and i got exactly what i wanted (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, like so. once this whole thing started, like, you know, it was about 10 years ago or so now, I think, um, you know, there was a there was a Facebook Marvel game that like, the, me and a few friends were into. And uh, one of my friends said, well, you know, it's a it's a free game. So, like, I don't mind spending, you know, 10 bucks on this starter kit or something like that, you know, to give the devs some money. Because, you know, a few months ago, you know, games like this were, you know, you had to pay seven bucks just to get into this app game. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, that's not a, that's not a bad way to look at it. But since then, it seems to have just become really exploitative or yeah well that's that's the whole thing right that's exactly how they, they you know they they try to they try to get you in it's literally like it really is like it's like drug dealer tactics like they you know they get you playing it you know they'll give you your first little thing for free like oh here's a special item for free like you know they give you the taste for it and then afterwards it's like they make you you know they they, they purposefully design a game that makes you like you know feel like you're missing out it's the whole yeah it's the whole fomo thing right mm-hmm. like and so you start you start to want you see you see all these cool things that you can't have but they put them there in front of you and then you start getting tempted to spend money and then in a lot of cases people who you know who are who are a lot more vulnerable than like you know than we are in a lot of in a lot of cases are the ones who get taken advantage of or the it's uh, kind of or the, or, or the parent who didn't uh or didn't lock yeah. their, their credit card transaction properly. <laughs> no, or, or not even that they didn't lock their tra- credit card, that they, they weren't even aware it was going on. Like that's, you know, the, a, a lot of the cases like what, what, like what had happened with um with uh, with FIFA, what was it, like FIFA 19 or something, right? Like these kids were spending money on the game because like they didn't realize that they were spending actual money or they didn't have, like they didn't understand the gravity of what they were doing, right? Because it's like these little tiny, like, oh, it's a dollar here, it's a dollar there. And then before the, before the parents even knew it, like they, you know, they were 10 grand in the hole. Which is insane, but I can see how Yeah, of course it is. And EA wasn't willing to help them out in any way. No, they just, they just made a game that was, you know, easy to spend 10 grand in. <laughs> Whoops, sorry. So, yeah, whoopsie. <laughs> so, yeah, EA's the worst. Uh, Moving on, <laughs> um, a little we we can we can wrap up the news with a little fun little fun thing. So we got a little um, 
Got a little announcement uh, that there's a new Ninja Turtles game coming out. The uh, Shredder's Revenge, it's called. And it looks like it's going to play like the old school arcade beat-em-ups. Um, it's being made by the same people who worked on uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Uh, and uh, and, and oh, what was the other one? There's one other game that they did that I was like, oh my, okay, I'm sold on this. Um <laughs> And it looks really, I mean, they, they, they basically, like, there's not a lot, there's not a lot of uh, info on hand right away. Um, it, like, like 90% of the trailer that they put out is like a, like an animated, like intro that goes like, you know, does the whole like, um, like old school Ninja Turtles theme, but it's kind of like more like mod rock. Mm-hmm. And it looks awesome. I'm excited. I, yeah, I gotta say I was, I was kind of tepid on the whole idea of it, but watching that trailer, like, oh, this actually looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks really cool. It's 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 good to see them go back to the roots, right? Like, you know, modern yeah, things have been you know hit or miss, but you know the the classic approach still works. I think. I've been noticing that a lot lately with games coming out. They're they're re-releasing or or remaking older style games, and all the people like us are like, "Yay, I'm so happy!" <laughs> Childhood. Well. Here's yeah. Here's here's the secret, Dana. Uh oh. They know that we are the ones with the disposable income, and Dun-dun. and and you know, tearful nostalgia memories. This is exactly what what like what happened in like the eighties, right? With the whole like Reagan era. We're all at that age like, where we're getting real old. And we want to feel young again. <laughs> like, yeah. Crap. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it goes. It goes through cycles, right? In the yeah. '80s, you know, like like a lot of our, like you know, a lot of it was like like '50s nostalgia that they were kind of selling. Yeah. And then, like, and now we're up, you know, we're in the 2000s, and what, what we know now we're selling '80s nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 always a cycle, right? Like we're always cashing on on memories of some era, but yeah, I mean, it's it's it is nice to see this trend in games like Scott Pilgrim coming back out again, Streets of Rage Four. You know, that's it. That's it's the same team that worked on Streets of Rage Four, also. Oh wow, superstars! Wow. Yep. Yeah. So, but just that returns that solid. Be... You know, like you know what you're going to get. Like it's a solid experience. You're not going to have to, you know, deal with some certain modern contrivances. No, I mean there. You know, there is there is definitely something to, to be say for like the uh, like the, you know, like the tightness of design with uh with like these like a lot of the old school games like the, you know they're they really are like you know beloved for a reason mm-hmm. um so i just i uh you know you know me i'm mr cynical so i always get like you know i always kind of like have to look at it with like trepidation where i'm like oh that, like that does look really cool but are they just right. making it like you know are they just gonna keep reselling my childhood to me like yes yes they are is the answer if they do it well that's i i can be okay with that See, but then you can yeah, look but eventually, it at the other I don't way. know. Like people get just as upset. Um, like take it when they took all the Mario games and they they switched to like Mario on N sixty four. I hated the change. I was like, I don't like change. I want this to be the way it used to be. Why is it different? So I mean, they can either stick with reselling you the same thing or change it, and we'll either be mad that they're reselling us the same thing, or they'll change it and we'll be like, but we liked it the way it used to be. So really, you just got to pick the lesser evil. You might sure. be the only person I've know who who feels that way because I remember when I was a kid and I grew up with the Mario games and I loved Mario so much. You know, when Mario 64 came out, I was like, "What the 
fuck like <laughs> everything it was like this is the future <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. and then, yeah like it just it blew me away like i couldn't believe it and then and that's dumb to that's figure ex- it out at the time <laughs> that's i think that's exactly what made like when 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 nintendo brought out new super mario brothers on the ds mm-hmm. like that was what primed me to like be like excited about that because I was like, whoa, Mario's been in 3D for like so long. 2D Mario again. What is this? <laughs> Everything's I don't know why I talk like a surfer dude when I was like <laughs> your mind is 16 years old. Yeah, I was but going like, through my, my surfer phase. Chris might be able to attest to this. Like trying to to go back to that old school nostalgia with having kids and stuff. It's it's what I wrote about in that Mario thing yesterday. Um it it's weird like i'm so excited to go back to play super mario on uh, like nintendo switch online and stuff like that taking my six-year-old to do it i'm like oh how did i do this when i was six because like my kid can destroy anybody in fortnite like he can build battle you with the best of them but try and get him to run in one direction and jump and not fall directly in the hole is near impossible yeah, I've been I've been yeah, talking with that with, uh, with Mario 3D World playing it with my daughter because she just keeps jumping off the stage at silly times. Yeah, you're like, no, 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 you have to keep no. Okay, that's fine. It's like no, no, goalpost <laughs> right there. Just go up the stairs and then jump on the flagpole, and she jumps past the stairs and off the other edge of the of the of the level. Like no, that's that was yeah, our last. Well, you know, no, <laughs> kids kids just want to have fun, right? Like the, you know, it's but it's... how did we do it? That's really because crazy. because we were we were smarter than they were at six years old. But <laughs> hand my kid a brand new cell phone and he can figure it out faster than me. That's what blows my mind. I'm like this old school you know, nostalgia okay. is great, and then infuriating when you involve your children. <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think it's because like games, a lot of games today are a lot more like freeform, uh, like in the way that they're designed. Like you think, think about the games that like kids are really like like really connect with at like a young age. It's like Minecraft, mm-hmm. and you know. Uh, I don't know other stuff <laughs> like making stuff games yeah. yeah like so there it's there's no a, a lot of games like even like a lot of like kids you know they're who are into like mobile games like they're these sort of these games that like there's a certain like level of detachment to them yeah. um whereas like when you like what like the games that you know we grew up with like Mario you know on the NES and Mario was very like directed you know what I mean there's only one direction you, you can go you have a, t- a fixed time limit you know there's like you know you have to get things done right you can't just jump into pits for fun Mm -hmm. because that wasn't how the game was designed yeah so like we got a we got into it and it was more fun for us probably because like we you know we were given that direction right from the get-go yeah plus like i think um like like, touchscreen stuff has a big influence on it too because like i -hmm. i I, I had the same situation with my with my younger nephew that I, I'm having with my daughter now. Like I was trying to get him to play Mario once and he couldn't figure out the run and jump at the same time thing. And now my daughter is the same way. But hand them an iPad and they'll play their games and just like yeah. be a whiz with it. So my daughter's yeah. 18 months. She can get in and out of any apps. Like she knows which ones she's looking for. She knows where to go. I'm like, you can't even like talk to me yet, but you know how to get to your fishies. Okay. Cool. <laughs> what? Yeah. Do you have crazy. a cyborg baby? What I the do. hell? I do. <laughs> she's built like vision. It's already connected to the yeah. net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy what they can do and then it's also crazy what they can't do you're like you're doing all of this why why can't you run and jump i don't understand <laughs> it's so infuriating give her like that math problem from like goodwill hunting see if she solves it, <laughs> I mean, that's it. just pop us through the ground how you like them apples oh and then yeah. next, like my mom Drops trying it. to do something she can get in my mom's phone faster than my mom can it's amazing to watch but it's like i hate this i hate this <laughs> 
Okay. That's that's very silly. That's, that's far too, far too silly. Um, well, anyway, so moving on from that. Um, you want to talk about my mom? Come on. She's great. Uh, I could have made a joke there, but I'm not going to. Take care of all your response. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was right there, that low-hanging fruit. And this I was is like, the one nah. thing that my mom listens to now. <laughs> oh, no. Well, Dana's mom, you were a respectable lady. <laughs> is that what we're calling her? Let's just, get, never let's, just, let's just pull the rip on this one. Jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Subject change. Um, I mean, okay, I guess we could. So yeah, so yesterday, yes, uh, I don't know. Is it hacky to talk about Mario Day? Hey, I love Mario Day. It made me. Happy. I remember when I was a little kid and I played Mario. Hey, hey, rude. <laughs> <laughs> and I had all oh, my whole life in front of me. <laughs> Oh, dang, Mario's got a cape now. Hey, check it out. Just saying, I wrote a whole article about it yesterday. Don't make me feel personally attacked. I'll cut you. Those those sad, sad times. Why can't we go back to the past? You can. They're re-releasing all the games. We just went over this, to, guys. To, <laughs> I'm so sad that none of, not one of you said to play some shitty games that suck ass. <laughs> <laughs> right there. I set you guys up for that AVGN reference. Oh, Wonder my head. <laughs> I'm the I'm the only AVG fan AVGN fan in here, am I? I guess so. Are you kidding? That guy's so good. I watched him when he first came on YouTube when YouTube was baby, but dude, oh my god, dude, you gotta watch him now. Like he is he's he's come so far, like his videos are so good. I've now. been hearing that actually. Like, I'm in the community for the gaming it, story, and then they're always praising what he's doing over there. And you know what's you know what's the, the crazy thing is too. I remember because I was actually talking about this with my buddy with like um like it's like some of some of uh, some of his new videos and being like wow it's like so good. But then like if you actually go back and watch his like early videos, like he was always this good. Like like it just like you don't you didn't realize it because you know he was like one of the early like YouTubers. But like you know he was like so he was so like like um like educated in like film. Like and like film, uh, like like production, right? Like it's just one of those things I noticed when I was watching his um, Friday the or no Nightmare on Elm Street video, and that one's from like that one's from like two thousand and like three. Like it's like it's like super old now, but like the way he did that thing where it's like you know he's sort of doing a lot of it by himself and he's like playing Freddy as like as well as like the nerd character, but like he was like really clever in the way he like, you know, set the camera up at a low angle. He like shadowed himself. So like he made the, the character of Freddy, even though it's just him in like, you know, a costume, like look really like scary and intimidating. Yeah. Some of that might've been lost in the shit too, right? Cause that was all I don't have talked about back then. It was just yeah. like, these rages over games. And it's funny, but that's what I mean, and then and then nowadays he's he's doing he actually did a he did a video with Gilbert Gottfried. Oh God, he did Life of Black Tiger with with Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, that was about. <laughs> so he he's uh, uh, he did a he did he did a he actually did a video with um oh my God what's his name the guy who created uh, Troma the director of uh, the Toxic Avenger. You're talking to the wrong girl here. You oh, where's where's Lindsay when I need her? <laughs> she would know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was great. Um anyway, well yeah, you know, um Mario Day. Uh let's all hey everyone, let's all say our favorite Mario game. I'll be brave. Mario Brothers 3. 
oh, don't 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 rattle the cage too much there. <laughs> well, it's not sometimes you say that and like, oh, world is superior. Like, I'll bite I, you. I'm talking. I didn't say superior. I said the your favorite. Yeah, the, that was my favorite. Uh, was, was three growing up. Yeah, that's everyone's favorite, I think. I mean, World had a special kind of spot because I never had a Super Nintendo, but like both my aunts and uncles did. And uh, mm-hmm. like, so whenever we went over to their house for a family thing, like everyone would huddle around the Super Nintendo. But it'd be my, my one chance to play Mario World. Yeah, I had a similar thing with my cousins. They had a Super Nintendo. We, we had Super Nintendos, but like we both did, but like we never had Super Mario World. They had Super Mario World. So like anytime we went over there, we would play that. Um that's just it. it the, your that, favorite Mario game probably isn't your favorite Mario game. It's your favorite memories associated with it. That's true. That's the cute part. Yeah. It. Well, I don't know if that's uh, I don't know if that's a hundred percent true. Your favorite Mario game is the friends you made along the way. Oh. Because I think my favorite Mario game might might actually be Odyssey. Okay. Um. Just because, yeah, like it's it's just so good. I'm just super satisfied still with any Mario Party. Like, I am a 32-year-old woman, and I am down for, like, everybody come over, have drinks, let's play Mario Party. Like, I'm still that person. I don't care. It makes me happy. That's, I, I, okay, I'm a, I guess that's fine. I don't want to take that away from you, because, I mean, just, it's Mario Party has not been good for a very long time, Dana. Exactly. I mean, okay, like, that's not, that's not fair to say, because Super Mario Party on the Switch actually is pretty damn good. Um, yeah. But up until that point... It was, that, like, Mario Party 2, and then, like, The Dark Times. See, I, like, the the Mario Party I started on was Mario Party 3. I was, like, a preteen. I was, like, I, I have this, this music associated with that specific game in my head that I would listen to while I played that game as an angry preteen in my room. Like, I have fond, angry memories of it. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know. I play as I, I I remember when I was a kid. Like I played the first Mario Party, uh, and then Mario Party Two. Like that was like the one. And then I didn't really play a lot of Mario Parties after that. Um, I played three. I, I had only played three. Like like not super long ago. I think it might have been like like when I was like twenty five. Oh wow! And um, and that was the one where I started. To, like I really realized like that was the one where like that the the trend that started where like the game sort of became a lot more like luck based uh, and it didn't really feel like anything you did have had consequences like towards the end and i was like yeah i really hate this <laughs> well again i played it when i was what 11 or 12 i didn't go back as a 25 year old jaded angry human <laughs> well i'm sorry just, you, have, you know i wanted to it was the one we had an n64 lying around my friends were like let's play mario party and all they had was three and I was like, all right, fine. I'm sure it's good. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. Nothing was fine. Nothing was ever no. fine again. Never. Never again. But no, I like Super Mario Party a lot, actually. I think it works really well for like what the Switch is as like yeah, a smaller fun. experience. I had a lot of fun playing it. We dig it. Uh, uh, Alex, you want to you chime in here at any point? Uh, I think my favorite Mario game is Picture Poker from uh, Super Mario 64 on DS. Uh, it's the one where you're at the casino and Luigi's dealing your cards. And I don't know. I think he's counting. So that's Blackjack. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is Super Mario World, I think, on, on Game Boy Game Boy Advanced. All right. And it also came with a Super Mario Bros. You got you got both games. And yeah. I like it. Yeah. He's a fan of the I think, You know what? I think 
I think Yoshi's Island is a kind of underrated like Mario game because it is technically Super Mario World 2, but it's like doesn't star Mario, so I don't know if you can count it, I but it's never like played that. I think it's, oh, on it's so good. online right now too. And it's it's a really it's a really really like um like beautiful game because like the way it was designed on the Super Nintendo like like the like the the way they used like color and like the pixel ratio like even though it was made for like standard definition televisions like it's about as close to like picture perfect like pixel ratio that you're gonna get like I know I know a lot of like pixel artists like actually use like the original uh super mario like or yoshi's island on the snes like as like reference point for hmm. doing like pixel art that's pretty cool yeah it's really neat all right but enough about stupid mario um we're gonna get to the real man games that we still have some time to talk about it so alex has been playing oh. apex legends on the nintendo switch oh boy Tell us about that, friend, because it seems like it's the best way to play Apex Legends, if you're asking my opinion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's neat. I mean, you can play Apex Legends in, in your bed, which which I did uh, uh, a lot so far, uh, but it's it's really bad. Look <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, how long it took you to get all, there. Props for, like, getting Apex Legends, which is a huge Battle Royale game that... Uh, you know, chugs on sort of mid-range computers to run on the Switch, to exist on the Switch. The menus look really nice. They're choppy. Like, it, it looks kind of pretty. And you look at the characters, you look at your cosmetics, you get into games. And once you're in, the textures are not great, especially when compared to, to you know... Oh, my God. <laughs> even, like, a mid-range PC. But, but the issue is that it's running at, like, 30 frames per second max. And it's so choppy, and, and, and most of the time, it's like you just get shot, or you're shooting someone, and you don't really see them, and you're just spinning around, and you're playing on your Switch, and it's, uh, it's like Let's... a, it's, 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 it's more so like a simulator of like, hey, you could walk around the Apex Legends map on your Switch, which is pretty cool. Well, okay, I, were you, were, were you yeah. playing, uh, were you playing on crossplay like, by default? Because I know that apparently, I was reading online, apparently they leave it on by default, and everyone's saying, turn it off, because, yeah. like, you're, you're playing against guys who are running it on PC, who can, like, have, like, 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 larger draw distances and faster frame rates than you do, like, you're just gonna die immediately. Yeah, so I, I'm reviewing this for CG, it'll be there in a, in a couple of days if I don't, like, I don't know, uh, this, this game is lots of fun to play, still gotta do more, but, uh, I have friends who I play Apex with a lot and I was like oh you know what like, I'll play on Switch you guys play on PC we'll do some cross play and man I'm just comp I, I sabotaged every single game we played in I didn't mean to I was just playing the game but like they would like trade and there'd be a guy with like one health left and I'd be like where and I'd be like aiming at the ceiling and then you know I'd get I, I'd get finished it's don't play a cross play don't play a cross play with friends on, on, it is better when it's um against other people on Nintendo Switch just playing console to console but it's still it, it, it doesn't make it finding people easier. It doesn't make hitting people easier. Um, there is some nice aim assist, which if you do hit someone, you're going to probably kill them because it'll like keep going kind of thing, which is, isn't ideal either, but uh, it's kind of needed on, on the consoles. Uh, so yeah, Apex, it's, it's not good. It's more impressive than like, let's say Overwatch on the Switch because it's just such a bigger game and so much more graphically intensive. But Overwatch, a game that I don't really like on the Switch, runs way better on the Switch kind of thing. So what I took yeah, that's, that's is... the Apex, where nothing's ideal. <laughs> where nothing will be ideal. Yeah. I just it, this is the thing that kills me. Like, and, and I, I know I'm a I'm a broken record on this, but like, 
because like i you know just just the other day i kind of just jumped back into um breath of the wild again mm-hmm. and it's just like every time i play breath of the wild and then i look at games like yeah like apex legends or like you know uh like a lot of these ports that end up on switch it's just like it's just like how can breath of the wild look the way it does play the way it does be like as big as it is and run pretty damn well on the switch like yeah okay there is some chug in like in some frame rate drops in some of the more like dense areas but for the most part it's a pretty consistent game like i just it i I can't understand why people keep at this point with the switch being like what five years old now four four years old no five years it's 2016 it came out 2017 thought no it's 2016 pretty sure or was it no no you know you're right you're right you're right you're right (laughs) i think you're right it was it was it was uh um it was 2017 i'm wrong um um yeah like people still keep porting games to the switch that like like, it's just like you gotta be aware at this point that the switch cannot run these things like especially not if you if you made a game that was like for you know the like xbox playstation 4 pc like where like those are like those are like like just just objectively stronger consoles than the switch you know and you're gonna try and you're gonna try and just what like and just descale it down to run on the switch like like for what purpose like you know if if you want to bring apex legends to the switch fine remake it so that it runs on the switch so that you have more than a friggin' like three pixel draw distance <laughs> yeah it's 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 rough i mean I, I i played it first on my switch Lite, and i first game it just crashed so i was like okay i guess i'll play it on my, on my brother's switch okay, uh, this will be fine get a real yeah. one play play it on the tv and everything and it's 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 cool that it's there, but it's not a game that you're gonna have fun with. Especially like if you have any other option to play Apex and that, and that sort of thing with a lot of these ports, where it's like, hey, if you can play it anywhere else, play it somewhere else. Um, but it's not like it, it's just not enjoyable on the Switch. Even if you were to play well, like I I don't know, I got like one kill and I was overjoyed, but that joy was quickly like, oh, I got one kill and I'm celebrating, and it was like it's been like six games. This is wonderful. Um, yeah, it's it, it's neat to have it. I don't know, but the, there still is that like joy of like I pick up my Switch Lite and I boot it up, and then I'm like, oh, this is Apex Legends. I, I'm like technically playing it, and I'm in bed, and it's like, oh, this is cool, and then that quickly fades away once you play a bit. But but every time I booted it up, there has been that moment of like, this is really neat that it exists. It just doesn't exist well. Well, and, and this is the whole thing because I've I, you know I've talked about this before, where like. You know, back in the day when 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 Fallout Four was coming out, right, and me and uh, and 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 a former writer Cody were like talking about how like we were bummed out that it wasn't going to be on like the Wii U, and we were like, oh man, if like if a game like Fallout came out on Wii U, like I would just buy it just because it's on a Nintendo console, and like like that idea that like these games can exist on you know a Nintendo console, like it's cute. But I kind of feel like at, at this point, like with the track record that we've seen of these ports coming to the Switch and just being utter garbage, like just existing on Nintendo can't be the bar anymore. Like as much as I was one of those guys who liked that idea, you know, 
there has to be a higher bar for quality now. Like, and this is what I, this is what I mean. Like, this is this, the, the whole like shitty thing about game design and like, and like the game industry nowadays, because like there used to be a time where, you know, with like between like the GameCube and the Xbox and, and PlayStation or like the Wii and the 360 and the PS3, like when a game was going to come out on like a Nintendo console, like on the Wii, like it was going to be a completely different game, right? And like, you know, because there was a there was a specific Nintendo division, like designing the game to run on a console, you know, like people tried this shit back in the day when they brought Dead Rising to the to the Wii and it got laughed out of the room because it could only fit like two zombies on screen at once. <laughs> so intimidating. Like, I don't know. It's just, uh, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I'm, so, I'm, getting, I'm so tired of it now. It's a game that uh, if the long rumored and much, uh, you know, talked about Switch Pro is a thing, uh, great. We can revisit Apex at that point. But right now there's really no reason to, no reason to play, especially like like, like something like Fortnite just runs so much better. Uh, and, yeah. and, even, and even something like Overwatch, like if you're looking for for that sort of thing, you can play like Paladins or something like that. A like Apex is not worth it uh, other than the sort of... Um, five-second joy yeah i mean like uh, other than the novelty of hey it's on switch it doesn't really offer much which is which is unfortunate mm -hmm. although you yeah. do get a free pathfinder skin that is nintendo switch exclusive oh thank god so, <laughs> so download it for that that's, and then move on yeah yeah that's all i wanted I mean, it's free shit i've definitely, <laughs> definitely done that for other games but like well i guess i'll make an account over here and then I just I, that's a, that's another thing too that I just I don't get like how come I don't understand how like and maybe it's just maybe it's just that cynical thing where people looked at it and were like well Fortnite works on the Switch so our game will definitely work on Switch. Mm -hmm. It's like even Fortnite isn't like as good as it's going to be on like PlayStation or Xbox, but it still like is pretty you know damn what? good on on we Switch. Play, so when I play with my son, he plays on the Switch, and I play. I still have an Xbox One. Um, and his Switch is usually faster than my Xbox. And my Xbox is wired and the Switch is not. It's really? A, it's a disaster. But what about, what in terms in terms of like graphic fidelity? Because that's kind of the big thing that you want in a game like Fortnite where it's like if you, you know, you, you want to be able to see someone who's like, you know, I didn't know halfway how good across Fortnite the map from you. I played it on the, uh, on the PC or on our PS5. Um, yeah, I that's, that's that fair. the Xbox and the Switch were kind of on par. The Xbox One so yeah no i always thought i always felt that about the about the switch version too because i because I, I i played the first time i played fortnite was on playstation 4 and i just i just did not have a good time and then i played on switch and i had a really good time and i really didn't feel like i was at a, a disadvantage playing it on the switch yeah it's not it's not and bad. i even i even did cross play with people who were playing it on pc and i i always felt like i kept up yeah there you go it's not bad so developers for the love of god stop porting your games to the switch like especially if they it's just you just you know they're not and i saw side by side comparisons of like like xbox uh, i think it was a uh, series x like screenshot versus the switch and it literally looks like you're comparing like like a game from like now to a game from like 1997 <laughs> <laughs> Like I was looking at the Switch version, like is this N sixty four graphics? Like what is this? <laughs> they got Apex running on an N sixty four. Awesome. Yeah, at this point, it's like it would be it would be equally as impressive. There you go. I don't know. Yeah, suits chasing a quick buck, I guess. 
which is weird because it's a free-to-play game so that realistically you don't even they're not even going to make that much money off of it unless, unless you buy like a switch bundle it and then they go and get whatever from the stores and stuff i guess microtransactions baby i guess, <laughs> I guess so jesus christ well there you go that's apex legends on the switch yay I don't know. Do yourself a favor and just, I guess, play more Mario. Mm. <laughs> it yeah, was Mario some, Day. I'm playing some Heroes of the Storm. Well, I played Heroes of the Storm for the first time yesterday, which is like the uh, the Blizzard sort of take on, on, on League of Legends and Dota 2. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's also a game that I thought died two years ago because Blizzard made their big uh, BlizzCon announcement. And then like a week after, they were like, yeah, we're, we're getting rid of esports for Dota 2. We're kind of scaling back stuff. Um, so I was expecting to go into this game. There wouldn't be a lot of heroes. There wouldn't be a lot of support. And it's got like nine Overwatch heroes. It's got like a bunch of people from World of Warcraft. Bunch of like like all these really cool characters. And the game's really fun. And it's like, wait, is this a, this is a game that's that's dead? But and like Blizzard hasn't t- been not? talked about it at their latest BlizzCon at all. And it's like I waited and like the longest I waited for a game yesterday, and I was queuing up with a friend was like 40 seconds. And I Overwatch today. I've had like you know games that. It's between like two and five minutes for games, and it's like, this this doesn't seem like a dead game. Why why aren't you advertising this Blizzard? Why aren't you <laughs> why aren't you doing this? Uh, I don't know. Because they don't care about it anymore. That they're focused on Diablo Mobile. It's like, I feel like the game isn't successful enough for. I mean, the esports side obviously isn't successful enough for them to be happy. That's a big push for Activision right now. Um, but I feel like it's not non-successful enough where they can just shutter it completely. Like there's there's enough of a fan base that if they just killed it, there'd be like you know. So, somewhat of an uproar so it, it's in a weird space but it's like really fun and if you ever want to get into like a game like league of legends or dota and you were like you tried it and you're like oh this is like impossible this is like a, you know a 10 15 year old game that like has hundreds of characters and i don't know what i'm doing uh here's the storm's a nice like entry level one where it's like oh i played a few rounds and i sort of know what i'm doing and it's it's a lots of fun that's cool very cool. I tried that back a few years ago. They did a, a promotion thing where you could unlock a, the Officer Diva skin for Overwatch if you played X number of games in Heroes of the Storm. Oh yeah, and yeah, it's it, it is a good alternative to, to League of Legends. Now that you mention it, like especially if you're a big Blizzard fan because it's like an all star cast. Yeah, and it's also wait. every character like uh, they do the thing where you have to like buy characters then game currency kind of thing uh, to unlock the heroes. But currently they're all free, and it's like I don't know like fifty to sixty characters that are just sitting there ready for you to play so i'll wait for pokemon unite thank you very much yeah, yeah okay. play the pokemon version actually i don't want to play it. i don't think i ever want to play a moba in my life <laughs> i think i could die happy having never played a moba wow i mean i'll, I'll play you um, I'll, I'll, I'll mess with that but. but uh i booted up um smash bros to try out uh pyra and mithra hmm they're fine. Uh, they're fine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they're fine. Um, well, you know what? Because you know the you know what the thing is. It's just like every time I play Smash Bros, like I you know I start having fun, and then like it 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 only takes like five minutes to remember why I hate playing Smash Bros, particularly online. Um, I mean, I didn't think I didn't think anyone could play Sephiroth badly, and then I like I like I loaded up when I was like trying out Pyra and Mithra, and it's like, oh boy, I found the one player who who figured out how to play Sephiroth like a complete piece of shit. Um, but like, no, they're they're like they're they are actually pretty cool in concept, like because they kind of work. Um, 
they kind of feel to me like the like the better version of what Zelda used to be like where really skilled players would actually like switch between Zelda and Sheik rather than just playing as like one of them um you know because it really is that thing where like yeah like Pyra hits like a like a truck but she's slow as hell um and Mithra is like really fast but she's just like sort of more about like racking up damage uh she's got a good forward smash like she can like you know probably send you at like 60 percent um but it's just it's just the way you can switch between them and it's instant like you can actually like create some really creative combos where you kind of like you know like like throw a couple hits out switch to the to the other character like you know tie them up in another like couple hits switch back like you know finish them off like it it does actually like you know give you a lot of room for like fun freestyling uh, but that's just not how people play online it's very shitty yeah. <laughs> like everyone thinks they're going to be the next like big tournament player so they just you know just study videos online and play like assholes oh you always run into that with online stuff and fighting games like i mean oh my god it's so it's so aggravating it's so aggravating i just i just and i just like fundamentally can't play like that like it just i don't have it in me to play it like that this is like okay i guess yeah i guess if you if winning if you just want to win sure if that's all that matters to you you know i like to enjoy smash bros a little bit some people only enjoy it if they win so yeah i mean i i get it winning's a lot of fun and it makes you feel good but it's just like at what cost <laughs> the cost of a good fighting game apparently <laughs> i swear to god this fucking asshole playing as sephiroth all he did was just like he just ran to one side of this we got like it was like final destination you know map and he just kept running to one side of the map and just like spamming the side b and then as soon as you would get close to him he would just run to the other side and again like wait for you to come to him start spamming side b and then just like like try to like get you with like 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 a smash to like launch you so that the, so that the you know the little like energy balls killed you while you were like off screen. It was so shitty. It was just like, you know, Sephiroth has more than one move, right? This is how I win though. Oh, it bothers buttons. me so much. Constantly kick and push. Yeah. So whatever, you know, it's, it's, uh, like I said, it's fine. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it is, it is kind of neat to see another, um, Xenoblade character show up in smash. There's only one, and the the, the 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 design of them is pretty cool too. Like the you know the way they built them, like their kit and you know all the little details put into them is pretty cool too. Yeah, but that's what we start to smash at this point, really. They're uh you know they're they're a little they're a little anime for my liking, but a little, <laughs> you know, because I and I even I even I even felt that way when I played Xenoblade Two for the very first time. And 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 Pyra showed up for the first time, and I was just like, I looked at her, you know, uh, design. We could say, we could. and I was just like, why? <laughs> and that's when your girlfriend walks in. I was like, why? Not a creepy game, I promise. Don't like, don't get me wrong, you know. I, I'm here for it as much as any other, you know, red blooded male, but like. <laughs> It's just like, what, what, what practicality does that have in battle? Oh, none. It's not about being practical. <laughs> and then you got that friggin' that Nopon character who basically makes a sex robot. Oh, I did not get that far into that game. Oh yeah, no, that 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 that's a thing that happened. She becomes like a character, like in her own right, but like, 
the first time you find her, she's like, she's like literally like in like a maid's outfit. And he's all like, no, no, look at that. That's not, that's not oh, what you think. Oh, oh, it is. And it's like, oh, shut up. I was like, why? Like, why did you have to have a sex robot? Why don't you have to have a sex robot? I guess that's fair. <laughs> really, this can go either way. I guess that's fair. <laughs> oh. oh God. Okay. Well, we're 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 too far off the rails. I don't know where the rails are anymore. We had rails. Yeah. It's too early. It's too early. We've been podcasting for too long. <laughs> my bedtime. So. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna go back to bed and then wake up in an hour and go to work. Fair. Um. <laughs> so anyway, let's see. This is a this is a good time to wrap it up. So, thanks as always for listening. Uh, if you want to catch any of the things that we talked about, you can you can read about them on the website cgmagonline.com. Uh, if you want to check any of us out, you can find me at ninjajordan underscore on Twitter, and you can find me on YouTube at ninjajordanreviews. Chris, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy, that's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y, or on Twitch at Guild2Taps. And Dana? You can find me pretty much everywhere as uh, at Kalena, C-A-H-L-A-Y-N-A. And Alex? You can find me uh, at Alex Hansiuk on all major social media networks. And don't, don't forget to check out Alex's review of Apex Legends, the best yeah, ten, version. 10 out of 10. 10 Perfect out of 10, game. best version. <laughs> yep. Played it in my underwear. The only game you'll ever need. The only game you can play in bed. I mean, that's not true. I can play any game from bed because that's where I, just how my like setup is. But Damn. <laughs> so, you know. So Show us all up. Point against you, Alex. <laughs> Curses. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, Stay inside, stay safe, wear a mask, and keep listening to great podcasts by great people.